everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Silver Streak Stories. What happened to Silver Streak News? And what Silver Streak Stories is? Silver Streak Stories is essentially Silver Streak News, but instead of simply feeding you updates about school news and events, we seek to promote content that uncovers the lives in detail of our school and community members. And we didn't forget about any of your favorite segments, such as Sherlock Logan or Around Town. But we will also be incorporating multiple new segments, like Who's New, Teacher Talk, and A Word from the Wise. Before we go any further, we have an exciting announcement. Yes, we would like to welcome a brand new member to our Silver Street Stories team. May we present to you, Scott, Scott Ellison. Ellison. Thank you for having me. I'm just super excited to join everyone here at Silver Streak Stories. So, Scotty, what do we have on the agenda for today? We have two segments to bring to you today, Sherlock Logan and Who's New. And with that, let's get started. Stories you've wanted deciphered. Questions you've wanted answered. Puzzles you've wanted solved. One man is there to get things straight. Sherlock Logan. Welcome back, my dear Watsons, to another investigation into the mysterious mysteries of Osagus. I'm Sherlock Logan. <clears throat> Last segment, we uncovered the bizarre mascot of Osagus Public Schools, the Silver Streak. Today's enigma lies directly in the heart of downtown Osakis. Many of you likely know of and have seen large granite signs several locations along Main Street and Central Avenue at intersections. Relatively recent in production, they create a decorative and formal air of town pride. Not only do they provide directional value, but they stand as testaments to the rich wildlife diversity in the area. The signs feature engravings of, first, the walleye, a famous fish species throughout Minnesota, often sought after competitively. The second engraving, however, is a bit more unclear. A species of bird, yes, but what? A dilapidated pelican or goose? A cormorant? I have resided in this community for about two and a half years, often striding past these signs and wondering to myself. What is the irregular and unusual creature depicted on this valuable town emblem? An extinct species? Or perhaps just a horrendous illustration? 
Maybe you are asking the same questions. Let's ask the community if they can identify this unknown animal. I would like for you to identify that bird. The bird? It looks like a mixture between like a, a duck. It looks like a duck to me. Weird duck. A goose? That is a fantastic guess. So I would like you to the best of your ability to identify this bird. I think it's a combination. Do you? I think it's a combination of a goose, a swan, and a swan. If you know what that species of bird is. Yep, that's a grebe. If you can identify that bird on that trail marker. That's, that's a Western grebe. I contacted the Osaka City Hall and they confirmed that the bird portrayed on this sign is a western grebe. So why such a contorted representation? And what is so significant about the western grebe that it deserves as much admiration as the walleye? Before I dug into these questions, I first desired to uncover the origin of the signs. I spoke with city clerk Angela Jacobson and former mayor of Osaka's Kip Emerson about this issue. According to Jacobson, the signs were instated in 2016 as part of a program to fundamentally renovate downtown Osakis. It's a county road. Our downtown's owned by the county, so they were gonna come and mill and overlay the roads. Well, part of our process in the city is, if they're gonna come do that, we wanna make for sure that our infrastructure underneath is all up to date. So we took the time to say, let's redo our downtown and design it a little bit fancier. Jacobson added that the town received a grant for a design team to interview the public and draft their ideas for what was to be incorporated into the signs. A substantial number of people nominated the walleye, for evident reasons, as Osakis is known statewide as a honeyhole for these trophy-worthy creatures. One of the biggest advocates for the Western Grebe was City Council Member Jim Snyder, who has fervently followed the bird species since coming to Osakis in 2003. After continuous disagreement and irresolution over the grebe and the walleye, the council decided to integrate both into the final design. But why the Western grebe? What would passionately prompt Jim Snyder to publicly recognize this bird as of equal importance as the walleye? Why should such a bird be long on a means of town promotion, when even Jacobson admits that almost no one in the community knows about it? Jim Snyder has been an avid bird admirer from a young age. Even as a teenager and young adult in the metropolitan Twin Cities, Snyder took every opportunity he could to study birds, ducks and waterfowl specifically. Coming to Osakis, however, Snyder experienced a fascination with the western grebe, unlike any other bird species he had encountered. The western grebe, as its name implies, is often found in the western portion of North America. Yet Minnesota, and Lake Osakis in particular, is known as a primary mating colony nationwide. According to an Audubon Important Bird Areas review, Lake Osakis has been designated as the largest breeding lake of only 29 in Minnesota for western grebes. A whopping 550 pairs of birds were recorded on the lake in 2006. Osakis is also hailed 
as the easternmost nesting location of the western grebe known to date in the entire United States. Such distinction compelled a Minnesota DNR supervisor to Demosakis as the best area in the state for birdwatching in a 2011 edition of the Birdwatching magazine. Jim Snyder even convinced former Mayor Emerson to proclaim Osakis the official Minnesota home of the Western Green for its extreme relevance to the area. What makes Lake Osakis so ideal for the Grebe among all of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes? No one really knows why. Snyder believes that several environmental factors have formed a Garden of Eden for the species in the local region. The best I can figure is that the way the lake is comprised with different shallow bars and weeds and things like that, which hold small fish, they are a fish-eating bird. So they have food and nesting and it's, it's on the western side of the state and they don't have to go too far into the state so the conditions are right for this bird to be here. What makes the western grebe so special and unique? Notable enough to receive statewide and national attention? Arguably the most iconic and attractive social feature of the western grebe is their unmistakable courtship dance. But in courtship the western grebes perform a different kind of dance. It starts with lots of bobbing heads and busy necks. As the Grebe Symphony plays, the dance soon begins. First one dance, and then another. Some say they look like outboard chickens. Look familiar? It turns out this depiction is not faulty or misleading, but absolutely brilliant. Tourists and professional photographers from all over the Midwest come to Osakis to witness this gratifying display. Jim Snyder is honored to be transportation for such bird watchers, who are utterly astounded at this marvel of nature. Both city clerk Jacobson and Snyder admit that the Greaves' astounding environmental pertinence to Osakis is not well known, at least to the extent it deserves. Because of this, there is to this day controversy about promoting the Greave on the signs in town. Many fishermen believe that it is only an enemy and predator of the walleye. However, Snyder and other ornithology sources concur that the grebe is of as much importance to Osakis' statewide presence in wildlife diversity as the walleye, if not more. So what do we do with the western grebe? Now that we've acknowledged its great significance to our community, let us relish in it. As soon as the ice on Lake Osakis goes out this March or April, Watch for this incredible species. Snyder highly recommends the Grebe Observation Deck in Park Osagi on the southeast side of the lake. Better yet, take a pontoon out and observe the bird symphony from a closer view, specifically among the Two Mile Bar, the Grebe's typical nesting area, Battle Point, or Cattail Habitats. You will be happily surprised and convinced that Lake Osakis deserves its place on the list of birdwatching phenomena. No grebes today. <clears throat> Finally, when your family from out of state is strolling through town and they stop to wonder at the engraving of this puzzling ornithoid, you will be prepared to answer.
members of our town, community, and school. Over the past several months, Osigis has welcomed multiple new teachers and staff to their school. Today, I'm going to interview a couple of these new individuals to get to know them a little better. I'm here today in the Ag Room with Ms. Pratt, our new teacher of agriculture education. So, Ms. Pratt, would you mind giving us a brief history of your life before Osigis? Yeah, so I am originally from Little Falls. Um, I grew up on a farm with my dad, my mom, and my sister. We had cattle, sheep, um, a few pigs, some chickens, um, a couple goats, a little bit of everything. Um, and then I went to the University of Minnesota Crookston and graduated with a egg education degree. And now I live in Staples with my husband and we have about 90 sheep right now. So what are some of your hobbies? Um, some of my favorite things to do are crafting. Um, I really like spending time outdoors, so I spend a lot of time walking through the woods or um, trying to find different places to take pictures. I really like photography as well. So what is your favorite thing about Osakis? My favorite thing about Osakis? I would probably say just the community aspect. Like everybody's so welcoming and um, I've had a lot of fun so far this first semester being here. The kids are great. The, the faculty is awesome to work with. It's just, it's a super welcoming community and I'm excited to see more people and learn more things. Well, I have one more question for you. Okay. If you could tell one thing to the Osegas community in school, what would it be? I would probably say, we'll figure it out. If you're worried about whatever it is, we'll still figure it out. We'll get there. Life happens, but um, as long as we all stick together and kind of find a friend, we'll figure something out. I'm here today in the choir room with Mrs. Grundeman, our new choir teacher. So, Mrs. Grundeman, will you give us a little history of your life before you came to Osakis? Uh, sure. So, I taught uh, junior high uh, choir and um, in the cities, in Anoka actually, and then I moved uh, to Forest Lake for a year and taught a little bit of uh, elementary music. And then I've been in Royalton for the past three years teaching um, elementary music as well. So um, this is uh, my first high school job and I'm really excited to be here. It's been a dream of mine to teach high school choir. So. Well, that's wonderful. We're so excited to have you at our school. So what are some of your hobbies? Um, I would say uh, as far as uh, sports go, volleyball is my favorite. I used to play volleyball in high school. Since I'm the choir teacher, I do love to sing and I play the piano. Um, I also really like to spend time with my family. We like to go on bike rides. Um, I have a, a four-month-old and two-year-old. Um, so just getting to experience life with them and especially new experiences for them is such a joy. So. I would say spending time with my family is also a pretty big hobby. What is your favorite thing about Osegas? Um, your lake. Oh, we um, when we moved up here and we got a boat. Um, lake Osegas is amazing, and um, I also like uh, Tip Top Dairy mm -hmm. Bar. We would uh, park our park our boat and I'd walk up and get us some food, and then we'd eat on the boat. So even before coming to Osegas, like working here, I just really enjoyed kind of the atmosphere of downtown and um, like I said, your lake is pretty awesome. If you could tell the Osakis school and community one thing, what would it be? 
uh, don't take life for granted. Um, enjoy it and spend as much time as you can with your family because you just don't know um, what to expect, what's to come next. So that's what I would say. I'm here in the social studies room with Mrs. Norman, our new history teacher. So, Mrs. Norman, um, would you mind giving us a brief rundown of your life before you came to Osakis? Sure. Um, so, before moving um, to my family that's in Alexandria, we lived out in the cities. Um, my husband and I uh, both went to college at the University of North Dakota, um, and then after graduation moved out to the Twin Cities. That's where my family was. Um, so for uh, the five years prior to this, I was a seventh grade American history teacher at Maple Grove Middle School. Um, so a big adjustment coming here. Um, I'm used to um, very big class sizes and lots of students. Um, so a big shift, uh, but I love teaching um, history um, and I've really loved the adjustment to a little bit smaller community as well. So what are some of your hobbies? Um, so as I mentioned, um, my family just moved here this summer, um, so we, I've got three young kids, so I always say it's kind of hard to have hobbies when you've got like little kids because what they want to do is what you're going to do, um, but we are uh, very into hockey, um, the University of North Dakota has a great hockey program, um, so we watch a lot of college hockey, my oldest son plays hockey in Alexandria, um, so we do a lot of hockey in the winter and then in the summer we love to be out on the links. That was a big draw to come to Alexandria. So what is your favorite thing about Osakis? I love the small community feel. We really wanted to get out of the cities. We wanted our kids to grow up in a smaller community. Um, and it just feels like so much tighter knit. Everyone just seems really happy with each other. And it's a lot easier to get to know people and to feel comfortable. Um, and so we've just been loving that. So if you could say one thing to the Osakis school and community, what would it be? Um, I would say let's support one another, let's unite together. I know in, the, in this time, um, I know we're all going to look back and as a history teacher it sounds cheesy kind of to say, but today's news is tomorrow's history and we see so much going on in the world and in our community um, and I think the best thing we can do is uh, rise each other up instead of bringing each other down, unite, come together um, and we'll get through all of this. Thank you for joining me today. It was wonderful to get to know the new teachers of our school a little better. And to all the individuals new to Osakis this year, the Silver Streaks want to sincerely welcome you. Well, that's a wrap on Who's New. See you next time. Who would have thought that's great? Well, thank you everyone for these amazing segments. Yes, and before we end our episode, we have a special message to our beloved Spanish teacher from the Osakis Spanish students. Senor, this is for you. Senor, know that you are in the thoughts and prayers of the Spanish students. Thank you so much for joining us today. Until next time, I'm Logan. I'm Xander. I'm Maddie. I'm Thomas. And I'm Scotty. And we'll see you next time on Silver Streak News. Silver Streak Story. Bye! Bye. Bye. Bye.